Community partnerships are one way RIT provides its students with experiential learning opportunities. In this episode of Intersections, the RIT podcast, James Weinbrake, Dean of the College of Liberal Arts, and Julie Decker, Associate Professor of Museum Studies, talk about a unique partnership between the college and one of the Finger Lakes region's cultural gems, the Genesee Country Village and Museum. You know, one of the things that that I uh, often ask people to think about is to think about the experiences that were really transformative when they were undergraduate students. And more often than not, in fact, probably 99 times out of 100, it's not an experience of sitting in a classroom listening to a faculty member lecture. It's, it's usually something outside the classroom where uh, the person was engaged, either maybe working with a faculty member on a research project or uh, working on a student club or taking something they learned in a classroom and applying it in a real-world setting. And that type of experiential learning, I think, is really powerful and really transformative. You know, we're both at RIT, so if you think of our community, all this growth that students have as learners doesn't always happen in the classroom, and that's the that's the beauty of that as as a faculty member, from my perspective, seeing that growth occur over time, and also helping the students to discern where where they might test the waters or take an internship or a co-op or be engaged in a, in a project in a meaningful way. So. Yeah. I think part of the two, the philosophy that we certainly have here is that the university is part of the community in which it resides and that we're not in an ivory tower. And then, so there's these great student learning experiences, but it's also part of our duty as a university and a part of this larger community to engage with the community. And so I know you've been doing some amazing work, working with a lot of the cultural uh, institutions in the Rochester area, especially with the Genesee Country Village and Museum. Yeah, so we're fortunate we have a partnership with the museum. I kind of think of it as like two ways of becoming engaged as a museum-university partnership. And and one of them is um, predicated upon a need at the museum. How can RIT, with this huge ecosystem that we have here, um, help the museum to solve a problem? It's not to do the work for the museum, but rather like think about a problem and try and come up with a creative solution. And um, the other facet is where something is inspired by research or an interest from faculty at RIT, faculty and students who are interested in using the museum as a site for an opportunity, some experience, some research. One of the examples that I think speaks well to the museum need is we've done a project where the museum needed uh, hands for Victorian mannequins, so mannequins that would fit Victorian clothing. And so the museum creates the mannequins themselves and creates the bodies and the forms. And the need was to have hands so that um, gloves and parasols and all sorts of accessories that would be handheld could actually be positioned on the mannequin and look natural. Because the Victorian body size was smaller than our body size today, I mean, you could buy these hands, but that might not be cost effective. So the museum came to us um, through the RIT-GCVM partnership and said, like, can you help us to solve this dilemma? We need hands and we have mannequins and we need hands to put on the mannequins. Thinking of what resources we have here at the university and how can we solve this problem. The solution resided in our construct, which is the RIT makerspace. What resources are there? And one of them was a 3D printer. So a, a couple of students 
developed a prototype, long story short, created um, 3D printed hands, which were then attached to the mannequins. And after several iterations, the hands were 3D printed and then sanded and then painted the same color as the mannequin uh, stockings and then put on view. So if you go to the museum today, you can see these very hands that were printed and created here at RIT. And so that's a very reasonable problem that was very reasonably solved and it's an amazing outcome because it also serves as a proof of concept for other museums who are facing this problem. And then for the research side, we have several really interesting projects going on. Um, Student-led, which I think you, you could, you, well, you're supervising one of those, uh, the student. Yeah, the yes. Iwaka Creek project where they're looking at water quality in the Iwaka Creek, which runs through the museum property. And again, that's part of conversations with the museum staff about uh, what does the trout fishery look like in that creek and is there a way to kind of revive it and strengthen it. And and so we're doing a study on, on water quality and the, the RIT-GCVM partnership really covers almost every college on campus when you think about it. Not only do we have students, say, in museum studies and some other liberal arts disciplines working on those, but there's students in computing and in business and in engineering. One of the really cool projects that was done at the Genesee Country Village and Museum was an engineering team that was testing the impact of some of the old glass pane windows at the museum structures, um, the impact of cannon fire, uh, which is used during Civil War reenactments, um, and the impact of that cannon fire on the uh, the structure and the and the stress on the windows. And so they designed the instrumentation and took a bunch of data. Um, but you know, you you can't. That's that's a type of project that um, is hard to do at a school that didn't that that doesn't have engineering or some of the technology um, aspects that RIT does. And I think part of that is also just the way that we have crosswalks to all of the colleges within the university. So the example that you just spoke of, Jamie, with the Canon Noise Abatement Project, that was entirely administered through Kate Leeson College of Engineering, but on occasion, um, individuals from other disciplines outside of engineering were, were brought in to give advice on one particular facet. And I think that's one of the reasons that partnerships work so well and have the potential to work so well at RIT is because individuals who have expertise, whether that's faculty or students, are very willing to share that expertise. And I, I love that. And it makes a true sort of crucible of activity, lots of things going on, lots of potential, lots of ways to answer a question that don't rely or rest upon the shoulders of any one person to solve. It's mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a real community here that can really um, help to solve problems, yeah. uh, whatever those might be, and I, and I love that. The RIT has a real maker culture, too. It's kind of like, you know, when, when the museum needed mannequin hands produced, uh, it was like, okay, we can, we we can, can do, do that. that. <laughs> we can do that. We, we, we can make that stuff, you know. And so there really is kind of a culture of making and innovation here at RIT that you might not find at other places. I think that also helps move, move projects along. I just had a conversation with a faculty member in the College of Galasano College of Computing and Information Science, and he's he identifies as an artist working in the space of computers and technology, and he's interested in working um, at the Oatka Creek and drawing, I'll say, data from the creek and then using that data about the life forms in the creek to create visualizations 
as um, real-time visualizations of what is going on in the creek. That's an interesting research project for a faculty member. Does the museum, quote, need that? No, they don't need that information. But thinking about the museum as a site, like what does that mean? You, you basically, as a university, we have this playground of sorts where you can think about that as we have a relationship with this institution, they trust us, they, they trust all the faculty, staff, and students at the university to, you know, come and, and, and do a toe dip and see what might work. And so I'm really excited to continue the conversation with this faculty member to see, you know, if he is able to develop a body of work and he's, he's interested in working with students, you know, what would the output then for that be? Would it be a pop-up exhibit at the museum that features that that work on display? Would it be a temporary display at the Oatka Creek at the museum? You know, so the there's no limit in terms of a direct path from A to B. It, the output could could vary, and um, you know, we could do something here as well. So I really like that kind of organic nature. I think of the partnership. Yeah, and I think the, the this partnership and and what we've done with a couple other organizations that we're uh, working with. Um, is it's really symbiotic, right? I mean, it's 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 not a one-way um, direction of, of work or flow, but we have a steering committee, and you chair that, but the steering committee is made up of faculty from across the institute, and it's made up of staff from the museum itself talking about problems and projects and courses, and uh, it's a jointly functioning steering committee that helps direct where the partnership heads, and I think that's that's in some ways really unique compared to what other universities are doing, and 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 I think it's a reason why the partnership is such a, such a success. And when you have that type of working relationship, that closely, that close working relationship, it's where uh, you really build trust, as you mentioned, and um, that's really important to maintain the partnership. And and I think it's one of those things where students who are involved in the partnership, so like the students who are working on the 3D printing or the students who will become involved in this uh, visualization project, the students that we have working on an augmented reality project with the museum, the students feel as though um, they're contributing to projects that actually have a deliverable that will be seen by more than the 14 or 25 peers in a classroom, and it's not working for um, a grade. There are audiences that are beyond the walls of the university, and as a faculty member, I can say that that does raise the bar um, in terms of the expectation on the part of the students that they feel like they are contributing something more meaningful, and also they are also very keenly aware that people, meaning the public, can give them feedback that actually can be instructive and helpful. Um, And I think that that helps our students to understand the push and pull of realistic expectations and whether or not something that you perceive to be just right may not be um, based upon whoever the person is or the individual. And I know talking to some of them, when they go to job interviews, this is this is what they talk about, their experiences at the museum or, or at the zoo or working with our Center for Public Safety Initiatives or working for our University Community Partnership Program, that there's these, these opportunities that they have working in the community, doing experiential learning, engaged scholarship work. The community partners are benefiting, the students are benefiting, the faculty are benefiting, and so it's kind of like a win-win-win. And, and, and those are really meaningful conversations they have with future employers. And, you know, some of the folks I talk to, this is why they believe they've received job offers is because of these types of experiences. So, yeah. Part of what learning by doing uh, offers for students uh, is the opportunity to have an authentic experience, like what it is really like mm-hmm. 
being, so to use the museum, Genesee Country Village Museum as the example, what is it really like to work in a museum and to work with objects and collections? Because in our textbook or in our experiences in class, we have the restraints and constraints of the body of knowledge in the space of the classroom, whatever our textbook is saying, or whatever um, educational materials we have. When you're working with a community partner, not only do you have the actual physical labor that you're doing, but you also have the expertise of people in that field who do that work, who know far more than whatever any textbook could explain. And so you give the students the opportunity to have this authentic experience and to know, is this really what I love? Or um, how broad and wide and deep does the field of collections and museum actually go? Like, we've read a, about it in a very sort of narrow sense, but it's much more protracted than that. Yeah, the hands-on learning aspect is really important. And the, the, the benefit of doing this as a student is you get the hands-on learning, but you also have the time and the space back at the university to kind of reflect on this and think about what it means in terms of your own personal growth. And so, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I think one of our goals is to make sure that every student graduating from RIT has some meaningful experiential learning opportunity if not for the community partners that we have the, the the experiences wouldn't be as rich as they are so the museum is i think a great genesee country village museum partnership is kind of laid the foundation for how you do these things appropriately and respectfully and correctly and has really established a model that you know we're now applying to the seneca park zoo society and food link and talking to some other museums as well about uh, and other institutions about how best uh, to, to, to do this and, and do this work well. Thanks for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, find us on iTunes or visit us at www.soundcloud.com slash rittigers or at www.rit.edu slash news slash podcasts.